Welcome to Decadent and Depraved, the Kentucky Horse Racing Podcast. My name's Duncan. As always, I'm joined by Alex, Jacob, and John Mark. On this episode, we are going to be covering the Champagne Stakes that takes place in Aqueduct this Saturday. If you want to check out the Readers for Charity or the American Pharaoh Race, uh, those are going to be two separate podcasts, so be sure to check those out. Also, we did our recap of the Iroquois Stakes on the Breeders for Charity, so go check that out as well. We're just going to get right into it. Uh, this is race eight. Uh, this is a mile-long race. The purse is 500000 We'll start off with the one, Air Cav. Morning line, 15 to 1. Trainer's Brad Cox, and the jockey is Dylan Davis. Yeah, we're going to one turn mile here. Uh, Air Cav does not uh, give me a whole lot to be happy about. I love Brad Cox being on it. Uh, Calumet Farm owning is definitely a good thing too, but 15 to 1 for a reason. Took its debut at Indiana Downs. Five and a half furlongs, one by a neck, good for the horse, but speed figures, nothing to be uh, writing home about. Uh, this horse is a toss. Big toss. Can't go from a $30,000 maiden at Indiana Downs to uh, winning the Champagne Stakes at Belmont at the Big A. So Definitely don't think so. Yeah, even with double Ds on him, I think this might be a toss. I think actually this is this this horse, as we mentioned in the other podcast, we got Timberlake, the number three horse that we'll, I guess, get to again. But I think there's even more of a reason that he's going to be coming uh, north to New York. He's He's got a lot better chance of beating off this number one, this other Brad Cox horse, than anybody else. Beating off the one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll beat off the one for sure. The Cox horse. Yeah. The Cox. Beating <laughs> off the Cox horse. <laughs> okay. The one sucks, yeah. um, even at 15 to 1. Let's get into the number two, dancing. Uh, before we get to the two, real quick, Alex, weather, New York. Oh, yes. New York City. Because that's actually... going to make my play on the two a little. Yeah, I don't know where you like. Uh, and New way- York's been like underwater the last week, so. and it's it's not letting up. It's actually going to be sunny leading up until Saturday, where there's going to be uh, old. They're predicting a bunch of thunderstorms pretty much all day. Seventy nine percent chance of precipitation, five mile an hour winds at around race time. Um, we're looking at a fifty eight percent chance of rain, and uh, it peaks at around uh, ten a.m. is when uh, there's uh, the most rain chance. So. The track's going to be definitely pretty wet, sloppy. sloppy. I don't know if it'd be considered mud, but it's not going to be muddy. I bet it ends up sloppy. So uh, I think that is uh, a great thing here uh, for the two. I think that gives us two a great chance. So uh, the two dancing groom uh, Antonio Sano is the trainer. Trevor McCarthy aboard. If you look at his last race at Saratoga, he was due to run on the turf. Uh, ended up running a mile on the dirt because they were off the turf, which was pretty much the entire meet at Saratoga. They were off the off the turf, uh, and he decided to win by five links and won a maiden at 137. I'm not going to sit here and act like he was up against a whole lot because I guarantee you there were only like four or five horses in the race. I don't even know. Uh, can't see that far on the on the form, but nine nine. So well, that you know that's pretty impressive that <laughs> that many ended up winning or running in it, but uh, to win by five links. Running 85 speed fig in in the sloppy uh, conditions. Or sorry, it says fast track. Um, it, was pull, it was pulled off the turf that was originally on the turf. Pulled off. Pulled of off. It. So still he, a fast track. So he was probably going against a bunch of horses that were mainly shooting for a turf yeah, race. Main track only. Yeah, and then benefited because he had only ran on dirt before that. Correct. So. And I, you know you do like the fast track uh, that day. You know, but still. 
that changes my opinion. But he did win a maiden $137,000 purse. I mean, you know, that's nothing to shake a stick at. And, you know, came home that day. I'm not going to sit here and act like he's my pick to win, but he's something to play underneath. I liked him better with Irad Ortiz at 5-1 to one than Trevor McCarthy Jose going Ortiz. against... Jose Ortiz. Oh, no, sorry, it is Irad, sorry. Uh, then going against the other competition here in the Champagne Stakes. I agree. Yeah. Man, I... Mm, he's the toss for me. I'm kind of with Duncan. I'm going to ride that toss train here. I think there's quite a few horses in here that kind of suck. Um, let's go down to the three. That is Timberlake. So as of right now of recording, we're still not sure if he's racing at Keeneland on Saturday or if he's going to be in New York for the Champagne Stakes. We personally are leaning towards being in New York. If Timberlake does race in this in the Champagne Stakes, I kind of think it's his race to lose. Again, Brad Cox horse for Lent Giroux on him for the fourth time out. Been in the money the last two times, is coming off um, a great win in his maiden by nine and a quarter lengths, and then just barely lost to Nutella Fella. I think this horse has the speed. The distance is what's going to be scary, but being that this is only a one-turn mile and shooting out of that long uh, shoot, I think that he could get this done. And I really like him if he stays at three to one. Yeah, I think they end up playing this horse in, at, at this race. Um Think he's got the best chance to win here, three to one. I think he ends up going off probably more like two to one, six five, eight five. If he stays here, uh, it'll be interesting to see who rides because I do think Florent will be riding down at Keeneland, if I had to guess, um, mm-hmm. that whole day. So they'll probably have a replacement jockey set up here uh, to ride him in case. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Uh, I do think. That failing as a favorite in the last race is a little bit concerning. Losing to Nutella Fella, who was fifty-four to one, um, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. I, I think there's no reason to think this horse can't win this race. I think he could well win. I guess it, either race that he's in. Uh, we've talked about it earlier, but uh, he just kind of broke bad that first one, then tried to catch up and sprint to the front and. I don't know. He even got in the lead a few times, just couldn't hold on, but he fought traffic the whole time. But taking blinkers off this time. But I think that might help him in a weird way because it's like he he won't have to worry about – or he can find the gaps better. Yep. How about that? He was fighting traffic so much, he was trying to find the gaps. Maybe taking the blinkers off, he can kind of just run his race. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, that'll take us to the number four. General partner, uh, Manny Franco aboard the 7-2 horse from Chad Brown Stable, uh, who has won the last two uh, Champagne Stakes with uh, our boy Blazing Sevens and Jack Christopher before that. Hell of a speed figure. for uh, You're going to give me 3.5 to 1, and his last run out was 101 speed figure, one by four lengths, and had a bump start and a 10-horse field. I kind of like him at three and a half to one. Agreed. There's seven solid, uh, good pros here on the left side of the form, and he's only got two cons. I am with you, Jacob, 100%, seven to two. If you're going to be three and a half to one on this horse, take it all day. Uh, let's be realistic here. This horse, it's going to be if, if uh, the two Timberlake, or sorry, three Timberlake and four general partner, they're going to be co-favorites or close to it. And everybody else, it's probably going to be a big, big long shot. So, um, I really like this horse. 
Clairvich Stables, Chad Brown, Manny Franco, what else do you have to say? Yeah, I mean, that's a great call out, Jacob. Won the last two champagne stakes. Chad Brown just find a way in New York to getting it done. One really impressive stat is his he has a 27% trainer record for um, the next race after the horse wins a maiden. I mean, think about that. A quarter of the time, the horse wins its next race after breaking its maiden. That's a very impressive stat. And... I mean, being that Chad Brown, Manny Franco, even at three and a half to one, I mean, I hate being chalky again, but I think this is my pick. Yeah, you I know. I just think it's the best horse in the race. And, I mean, I, I think the trainer's there, the jockey's there, the pedigree's outstanding. Uh, this horse was also bought for 250000 So. Yeah, and I also really like his late pace. I mean, it's 103 i believe it's the fastest in the field and especially for these two-year-olds starting to really you know get an opportunity to go a distance um further than a mile i really like seeing horses that could perform later on in the race so and finishing you know about four lengths on his last time out he, he looks great across the board still not 100 percent sure if he's my pick but he's going to be the horse to beat i think i agree um should be interesting so we'll head on down to the five we got el grande oh that is linda rice kendrick carmouche that's a good little connection there take charge indy out of ap um this horse is six out of six in the money in this lifetime uh jose's been riding and that is of note here uh considering jose is not riding and now jose is down at keeneland uh, for the day on Saturday. So Kendrick, not a bad uh, little backup here. The only thing that concerns me here uh, is the fact that this horse has been running against Statebred up in New York. Uh, hasn't seen open company a whole lot, and the only time it did, uh, it came in second by a length and a quarter. The thing of note, though, that was off the turf at five and a half furlongs on a muddy track, and he came in second and ran an okay speed figure of 75 uh, for a muddy track that's not awful. But uh, eight to one's a little light on it. I'd love to see what this goes off at uh, post time. If it's fifteen to one, it may sprinkle a little bit. I mean, Linda Rice is a notorious cheater. She's going to find a way to get this horse in the money. Uh, I, I don't like the jockey change, though. I, I think that the uh, this horse never finishing outside the money is definitely um, attributed to the fact that Jose Ortiz was on him every single time. I mean, moving up in distance, I think the speed is decent. However, the last time it was at seven furlongs was one of its worst late pace figures that it's ever had. Still one, but I think that there's going to be a lot more speed in this race. So I'm kind of more lenient to this horse being maybe outside the money, but kind of maybe in fourth. But I can totally, yeah, I kind of... Yeah, yeah Jose and Linda are, are dangerous. Plus... Uh, the I think the mud will it's gonna muddy up some things out there. I think there's he I do like that he won last time out by eight and eight a quarter, and a quarter on a sloppy track. Yeah. So and Linda Rice does not do well in graded states. In slop. Ten percent wins and forty mm-hmm. starts. Yikes. That's a good point in the slot. And jumping way up there. Ah uh, I don't like him at eight to one. What do you like? Do, him at? do we think he stays at eight to one? Though? I kind of no, think I think he, he goes higher. I think he goes higher. Yeah, I might like him. <laughs> Let's go down to the six. This horse is going to be your morning line favorite. He's about one to one right now. Uh, fierceness got Irad Ortiz, so he hopped off 
Uh, El Grande O to ride the dead favorite for Todd Pletcher. Todd Pletcher, another great entry here. I mean, well, sorry, that's Jose that was on the five. Jose Ortiz oh, on El Grande. Sorry, the brothers. They're the same damn person. Yeah, they're the same person. No, our rat's uh, actually a way better jockey. Mm-hmm. On the turf. Uh, I mean, I think that this horse is awesome. I mean, it's it's really hard to say anything bad. I mean, it's only raced once, but it posted a 101 speed figure. In the mud. In the mud. I, he, this horse is going to be too heavy of a favorite for me to bet on on Saturday. So I'm kind of going to try and look to make some money elsewhere. But I kind of think this horse will. I think this horse goes off at 35. Yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I think this horse is... <sighs> 11 lengths, man. And I did say earlier the two and the three would go off as co-favorites. I forgot about the six horse. Uh, we've looked at a lot of horses today. So, um, yeah. Todd Pletcher, Irad Ortiz, not a lot. Rapole. Yeah, Rapole Stables. In uh, New York. Yeah. And his late pace is a little sloppy, but, like, a little lower. He but gave he's, up. He's, still, yeah. he's, he's 11 he lengths ahead. Half, yeah, yeah, he, he was in hand. Yeah. He could have ran backwards. He was tailgating the ambulance following the yeah. other horses <laughs> by the time he got around. If Fierceness wins this, how many more times do you think we see him before, like, March? I think, like, two more times. Once. He'll go. Oh, 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 he'll oh, go to the sorry. British Cup Juvenile if he wins this, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and then other than that, he'll probably take a big break. He'll have a good sorry, this yeah, is I was a saying game. he'll race one more time this year. It'll be a Breeders' Cup race and call it a day for the end of the year and then pop up in uh, Florida somewhere in early spring. All right, let's go down to the seven. Uh, Gold Sweep. This is a Steven Asmussen uh, horse who is a local Kentucky guy. Got Jose Laconzo on him. Uh, again, a horse that Jose Ortiz has been on and not doing bad on, but has to have a jockey change because Jose's down at Keeneland. Uh, again, the hopeful G1. We keep going back to this race. How many horses were in that race? At least there ten. were nine. but There were ten. Ten, sorry. Yeah, ten. But it's um, it's a lot of really good two-year-olds were in that race. Especially Nutella. coming up this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Nutella fell one at 54-1. to one, Yeah, but. he lost by quite a bit there to Timberlake. Uh, Nutella fell as well. I think this is one to watch with eight to one, especially adding the blinkers. I think the blinkers are only going to help, uh, but I don't know that the sloppy track and the distance is going to do well for this horse. Yeah, uh, I, this is a toss for me. I'm kind of leaning towards John Mark on that one as well. His only really good performance is is at five furlong, five and a half furlong, and every eh, six furlong he did all right, but his last time out at seven furlong. Finishing in six by five and a half lanes to arguably a, a class that's just as good as what should be this one. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm it, it, on the outs on him. Toss for me. Okay. I'm not going to toss because I'm tossing of quite a few horses as well as the number eight, uh, Sweet Soddy. Trainer is Raymond Ginter Jr., and the jockey is Jose Gomez. Speed in the mid-70s, I can't see that. Late pace, uh, terrible. And uh, his one of his best races is only at six and a half furlongs, and that was in the 80K race that he was 9-1 to one at. Uh, I don't see the class. I don't see the speed. 
don't really care for the trainer. So, uh, I mean, the only thing it really has going for it is that Jose Gomez is a quote-unquote hot jockey in the last seven days because he has two wins. Yeah, I've been running at shitty tracks. Been at Pimlica, or sorry, uh, Presque Isle in yeah, Colonial and... Timinius? What did, yeah, I was going to say, I don't even know what that is. Uh, like, it's like the fucking Maryland State Fair. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's uh, state, it really is. The State Fair. Absolute the toss. State fair. Absolute toss. I got nothing else. Even at 50 to 1, I couldn't touch this horse of the tempo. It really is. Like, it's actually the worst. Like I'm kind of stuck on that. No, yeah, I they swear. Let the it is. kids ride the horse. Yeah, the they game. only run like a fucking two weeks a year. How? Where's the Maryland State Fair at? Maryland. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. All right, it's time for picks. So I already kind of gave mine away. I am going with. Uh, the number six. six. No, no, no. <laughs> Did sorry. you give it away? No, sorry. That's not what I said. I said no, you said six. You were on fierceness. No, he said no. You liked I the said four. the number four general partner. Oh, okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I said we the number like four the number general six. partner. He's morning line three and a half to one. I do love the six, but I have to find a little bit of value. Uh, I said I think he wins the race, but this is just my pod pick. Great late pace last time out. Chad Brown gonna go for three champagne steaks in a row. I'll ride with Duncan. I'm going on the four general partner. Mm. Good pit. Take a little value. I mean, I do. I think this, if you put truth serum in me, the six is going to win the race. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll find a little value and go with the four. Gun to our head, fierceness, money in my pocket to gamble with. The four. The four, yeah. I'm going to go six. I'm going to go chalk. I think especially the last performance in the mud, one of my love and lengths, he seems to like dirt between his hoofs and uh, – mm. I think it, I think it's gonna be I think the six can come out on top. I'm with Alex. Uh, Dang, yeah. Oh, the like four, six, six. Pletcher, Irad combo for the number six fierceness. Don't love the six to five, but I think him stretching in from a six furlong mud to a mile in the mud, and I, if he improves at any rate. I mean, it's going to be pretty. There's a reason of all the big races going on this weekend, Irad's riding this one. I agree with that. So if you are a uh, person who tails decadent and depraved, do a $100 exacta box on the 4-6. And if you're a person who fades us, just toss the 4 and the 6. Yeah. Good luck. That would be a <laughs> Either bad way, decision. you're fine. Uh, I love when they're – so like me and John Mark sit on one side of the table when we do our pod and Jacob and Alex on the other, and I love when it's this side well, of the that, table versus them. We may so have we, to do we, a little friendly side a little bet or something. Yeah, uh, it makes it a little bit more personal. Now, yeah. uh, Alex and Jacob may have to give us some odds on that side bet. I'm not going to bet them dollar for dollar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. They have to give yeah. us two to one or something like oh, that. Oh, dude, I'll take that well, all Well, they're also taking the dead favorite, John Mark, yeah, so I they know. would kind of have to give us a little bit better odds. But uh, <laughs> uh, You heard it here first. Let's go with the 6-4 Exacta box. Uh, probably not gonna pay a lot, but if you throw a little, you know, fifty dollar, twenty five dollar Exacta box. And if the three, so I think if you wanna really win money, bet the three, four, six, and just hammer that drop. You're going out on a limb with the three at three to one. You know, you'll really rack up three some to one, yeah. seven to two. I mean, I'm just saying, just hammer it. And at post time, it's probably going to be four to five, dude, two to one. You can't two, just hammer the two. three favorites, dude. Fuck it. You just gotta bet a lot. Yeah, I do like the scare money don't make money six four, six four six four all all or something like I could be in for that. Okay, like you ain't gonna beat the combo of Irad and Pletcher and Manny Franco and Chad Brown. Chad Brown we'll beat yeah. you. So yeah, yeah, I mean that's a easy so just hammer the exacta and win like five bucks. So no, I said them two over them two over all. all. 
So in summary, uh, go ahead and take the six and the four out. Some crazy fifty to one logic. Watch yeah. the eight. Especially, I mean, eight away. Yes. dude, you got to keep Saudi that eight. And if you're doing like a super sweet like, Saudi J is going to come from the Maryland State Fair and, and win a uh, five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Maryland <laughs> State Fair. How much was this horse bought for? Uh, doesn't even show. Eighty k. Doesn't even really show. Doesn't show. The, I might have more. The stud. The stud fee on the side is five thousand. So uh, that's just on a Maryland highway, baby. <laughs> Like they rescued it. <laughs> it's a rescue. Nah, just a big old horse trailer on the on the side of the Maryland Highway. They just all right, yeah. okay. Flat tire had to get right. some way. It actually might just be a zebra. Like there he was born. <laughs> Sweet Saudi J. All right, that'll do it. Uh, champagne stakes. We'll see if Chad Brown can go for three in a row. Uh, give the other pods a listen. Uh, we've got one uh, for the Beater, uh, Breeders Futurity, and then we've got one uh, for the American Pharaoh. So give us a listen. Digging and Prave. At KY Derby Trail on Twitter, at KY Derby Trail on Instagram, uh, Tipper Tellers. Yeah, t- definitely. Deuces.